Hey guys, welcome to Spirits Guide Podcast. I'm Rich and I'm your guide through the intoxicating spirits world. So you probably wonder what we're doing here today. I know it's Tuesday and you're going like, hey, it's Monday sample size, but it's Tuesday. What's happening here? Well, there's a couple things at play. One, it's the week of Christmas. I'm in a giving mood. And uh, yeah, so I just wanted to do some bonus episodes. Also, I work retail. It's the holidays. It's a little bonkers. We're getting a little tired. So I kind of needed a little sample at the end of the day to kind of balance out the craziness of the day with something good. And that being said, sometimes the only peace and, and solace I get after a long, crazy day of dealing with humans and sometimes drunk humans and crazy humans and people who only shop in liquor stores once a year. Sometimes the only solace and peace I get is kind of talking to you guys. Um, I'm not so narcissistic to think that you need another episode of my voice, uh, but it does bring me sort of great comfort to connect with you guys. Uh, so that's awesome. If you're out there listening, I appreciate it. So yeah, I got through the day and then I realized I could go for something good to kind of balance out uh, how busy and, and crazy it's been. And I thought I would share that with you guys. So we're actually doing a double sample size Monday on Tuesday. Um, a two for Tuesday, if you will. A couple of great, great samples that I was really happy in. As always, I'm always excited to try new things. Uh, batch 29 of Smoke Wagon Uncut and Unfiltered. And then I do the Jack Daniels 10-year, which was number four on Whiskey Advocates' uh, top 20 whiskeys of 1921. So I hope you guys enjoy this. Uh, yeah, all the stuff. Uh, follow us on Facebook, The Spirits Guide, where you can leave comments and rate and review the podcast. Uh, follow us on Instagram to see what I'm drinking every day. Go to wherever you're listening to podcasts. Follow or subscribe to the podcast so you get updates when new episodes drop. And uh, yeah, hope you guys enjoy it. We'll chat with you soon. Cheers. All right, so here we are. It's our second Monday night sample size of the week. And I know it's supposed to be Monday and now it's Tuesday. But look, here's the deal. I work in retail, in the liquor industry, and it's Christmas week. So, yeah, you know, you know, on Monday, you want to have a little sample and just starting the week. All bets are off when you work in retail, in a liquor store, during the holidays. So after surviving the day, yeah, I needed a cocktail. Perfect night for a bonus sample size. So I'm so excited about this one uh, that I'm probably going to do one for Wednesday and for Thursday. Just as sort of a Christmas uh, gift for you guys to kind of get us prepared for the full episodes that are coming up. And quite honestly, just as a way for me to take the edge off of working with the humans. Now, I want to be very clear. Most of the humans that I deal with, a lot of them, you know, those of you out there who know who I am and, and you know, Mike and Jay and, and these people that I call out ad nauseum, Peter, um, I, I love the crew that I get to work with. Um, my friends, Corey and Matt uh, do a great job. We kind of keep each other sane. That being said, 
this time of year is when you get some of the most bonkers people out who go to a liquor store maybe once a year um, or they've lived under a rock <laughs> for the last uh, 12 months and they just finally emerged from their cave and they're ready to go Christmas shopping, asking for things that they don't even know what they're asking for. Plus, on top of that, it's BTEC week, um, also known in my world as the most overrated whiskeys, overhyped, overpriced whiskeys. And I'm just kind of dealing with that on a daily basis of the customers who come in and go, do you have any BTEC stuff? And you ask them what they're specifically looking for, and they go, uh, I don't know, BTEC stuff. So that's how uneducated these guys are, that they've heard that there's something cool out there, and they want it, but they don't even know if they're asking for William Lou Weller. Uh, I love the fact that this year they're asking for Stag, uh, which just shows how truly uninformed they are because there was no Stag released this year. Um I don't want to get too much ranting on this. If you watch me on the Watch Use at Wine and Spirits page or you listen to that podcast, you've heard me go on the Buffalo Trace uh, rant before. And just to kind of clarify again, from the time that I have spent in Kentucky, Buffalo Trace was an amazing place to visit. I truly, truly enjoyed their whiskeys. I also give them credit where credit is due that they are the master hype machines of the whiskey world. And they've got tens of thousands of hundreds of thousands of millions of people out running around like chickens with their heads cut off, looking for bottles that don't exist or exist in such a short supply that it's just going to keep chasing them, driving the value up. Um, yeah, I'll save my the rest of my B-Tech. Right now, I just want to take the edge off and drink something good. So we're going to do a double sample size, double dose, because it's just been that kind of day, and it's going to be that kind of week. So uh, sample size, again, it's such a... It's such a joy to, to connect with all of you guys out there. Um, you know, when they come into the store and we get to crack a bottle and I get to, to drink something special with them. Or when they get a bottle from other markets that, you know, is not available in mass. So it's not something I can run out to the store and just grab. But they sample out a little piece and, and bring me a, a vial of it. And that's what I've got here. I've got something that is not available in mass and then something that in my job as a retailer allocated. Uh, you guys will probably get sick of hearing me say that, but allocated is such a, a silly word. That being said, uh, I also have a highly, highly allocated whiskey that, as it turns out, just remembered was a top 20 whiskey advocate whiskey of the year for 2021 but we're going to start with the one that's not available in massachusetts um i forget who brought me this i think it was kevin i could be wrong uh this is the smoke wagon uncut unfiltered i have had previous batches of this in the past and every one i have tasted has been just insanely good uh 
again, Monday night sample size, we don't do a ton of work, uh, research. I, we don't go too deep on the dive, but just going to point out some, uh, interesting things. Uh, what smoke wagon does they're located in Las Vegas and they're buying MGP juice. Um, of which there is nothing wrong with it. The juice is good. What's great about it is they buy the MGP juice and then they bring it back and they age it in Nevada. Obviously, it's hot in Nevada, so you're getting different heat levels. And for this particular bottling, they don't filter it. They don't cut it. Um, and they kind of bank on their ability to, one, age it in a unique climate, and two, they have sort of a pr proprietary uh, proprietary blending system that they use. Now, the MGP mash bill that they're using for this is the 60-36-4. So kind of low corn for bourbon, high rye. And their bottles all carry the slogan, Bibamus Moriendum Est, which means drink for we must die. I probably crucified that pronunciation. What we've got here, let me see if I got, uh, you guys are always so great when you write the proof points. This is batch 96 that I'm tasting and 59.08% ABV. That makes for what? 118.16 proof. And as always, it's sitting in the glass right underneath my microphone, right underneath my nose. The smell, fantastic. All the stereotypical bourbon notes, um, you know, that sort of caramel, vanilla. But like toasted coconut. I get a lot of toastiness from the oak on the nose. I mean, that is everything I want, uncut, unfiltered, kind of like our podcast here. A little bit of water to kind of chase that down. And all of a sudden, with that little bit of water chaser, I'm getting a lot of like brown sugar, molasses, stone fruits, like kind of apricot, peaches on the back end. That's fantastic. So in the three-tier system, is it good? Hands down, this is outrageously, outrageously good. Uh, is it worth the price? I don't know exactly how much it is. I've seen some stuff online that I think puts it at about $65. Bucks. Um, and if that's the case, then absolutely it's worth the money. The packaging is fantastic. Um, yeah, if you do a Google search on it, uh, they've done a great job with the packaging. So yeah, it's going to be a conversation starter on your bar, without a doubt. Smoke wagon, uncut, unfiltered, batch number 96, winner, winner across the board. Uh, and that proof point, it's already starting to make me feel good um, about the day. Now, we're going to break into our second half of our twofer We'll call it two for Tuesday. This one here is a bottle that I sold um, 
being a retailer, you know, obviously I get access to this stuff. And from time to time, I will, you know, I do my allocations a little bit different. I know some stores do raffles. Uh, some stores just throw them out in the shelf and then charge $1,000 for everything. Um, what I like to do, because I know that these bottles are precious and they're rare, is I try to make sure that they're going to get into the hands of people who are actually going to drink them. That being said, you want to flip it. It's your bottle. You bought it. You paid for it. You do whatever you want with it. But for the people like me who really enjoy the journey and tasting these things, um, I try to make sure first before I put anything out on a shelf that these are getting into the hands of people who are actually going to drink it. Now, I don't ask anybody to ever bring me back samples. Um, it just sort of become a thing that we've done. I feel it's sort of an unwritten kind of thing for people to be like, hey, look, this is how I prove I'm not flipping it. We're going to crack it. I'm going to bring you back a sample. Oh, wow. Um, and so we get to do a lot of that. And through that, uh, I feel like what started out is some of you guys out there kind of cracking these bottles to prove it to me has turned into conversations while we're having these, you know, we're opening these bottles in, in kind of sampling at the bar there or whatever um, that have made these relationships more than just customers and, you know, in retailer uh, these guys have become friends and family and part of a community uh, that I truly, truly appreciate. Um, so I try to say it all the time. Thank you guys all so much. Now, this bottling here, again, is something rare, limited. Uh, I got two bottles as a retailer in. This is the Jack Daniels 10-year. Now, Chris Fletcher is kind of the new guy in charge down at Jack Daniels. And already, right out of the gate, he's doing some incredible stuff. I get to taste uh, the Koi Hill bottling, the 139.8 proof, whatever it was, uh, with my friend Derek, who's kind of part of that community. That whiskey, if you can get your hands on it, thick, rich, does not drink like 139. Um, it kicks like a mule, but it doesn't burn at all. No fire on it. That whiskey was absolutely fantastic. And now we have the Jack Daniels 10. So two just incredible releases this fall from Jack Daniels. So kudos to Chris Fletcher. Uh, Jack Daniels mash bill, just to kind of point it out, is 80% corn, 8% rye, 12% barley. Um, so really low on the rye, low spice, big on the corn sweetness. Uh, this is the first age-stated uh, whiskey that Jack Daniels has done in over 100 years. Uh, this is bottled at 97 proof, um, a little bit lower than what all the proof heads are going at, but I, proof doesn't always kind of do everything for me. We'll talk about some other whiskeys later on at another time that are, you know, under 100 proof that are still full bodied and rich and fantastic. Uh, this was made from a blend of about 200 barrels. Uh, so after Angel Share loss over 10 years, 
Uh, I think there was about 14,000 bottles on the shelf uh, across the country and across the world. Now, typically when I drink Jack, which is not often, uh, but when I do a tasting of Jack or Gentleman Jack, I always get like this banana candy. It just reminds me of like runts, uh, banana runts from when I was a kid. But some of the high proof stuff, um, and yeah, along with the the ten in the the Koi Hill, uh, last year's single barrel barrel proof rye was incredible as well. Uh, just as a reminder, yeah, I don't know if I mentioned it already, but this was the number four whiskey on Whiskey Advocate's top twenty of the year. Let's see if it warrants it. Wow. It's got that banana note. And I don't know if that comes from the yeast that they're using. Um, because I know with beer, sometimes certain yeast strains will bring out a, a banana flavor profile. But like a spicy, like if you could imagine like a banana's foster uh, with like peppercorns in it. That's really, really fantastic. Now, that being said, if I had a chance to get my hands on a Koi Hill or a Jack Daniels 10, I would take the Koi Hill over this. This is fantastic, but that Koi Hill was just, wow, was head and shoulders bigger and pretty outrageous. So... I also like the bottle on this. It doesn't look like a regular Jack bottle. Um, and it doesn't look like the Jack single barrel bottles, which are kind of squat and square, a little sharper edges. This is kind of I, the bottle. If you haven't seen it to me is almost a hybrid of a regular Jack bottle and the single barrel bottles. Uh, but with the corn is a little bit more rounded than the single barrel. Is it good? It's absolutely fantastic, without a doubt. Is it worth the money? I think, and here's the thing with allocated whiskeys, because they're in such short uh, supply, retailers, you know, a, a standard markup might be 30%. The ones like what I try to do, maybe 50, 60% markup on something like this because of its rarity. But I've seen this online, 400, 500, $600. Um, that is outrageous to me. If you're a Jack Daniels collector, maybe it's worth it. If uh, you've got the stereotypical that we joke about in the store every day, the uncle whose favorite bottle of whiskey is Blanton's and he's dying. And this is going to be his last Christmas and you just got to have that bottle. Is it worth that kind of money? Yeah, I suppose because you're creating memories and you're not really paying for the liquid for what I sold this for, which was one fifty, I think it's worth it. I think it's worth it because it's a Jack tenure, which hasn't been seen in a hundred years. Um, and next year, hopefully it can stay in that 150 range, um, despite the heightened interest and the fact that it hit number four. 
And does it start a conversation in the bar? Absolutely, because it says Jack Daniels. It's a Jack Daniels bottle that doesn't look like any other Jack Daniels bottle that I have ever seen, and I've seen a lot of them. And I think if somebody comes over and they see this bottle, they're going to go, what is that Jack Daniels? I've never seen that before. So it hits all three sort of, depending on if you can get it at the right price. It's really, really good. Um, I just think the Koi Hill is just that much better, um, which should really give you an indication of how good that Koi Hill is. All right. I guess we're going to let you guys get back to your Tuesday. I'm having so much fun with this. Uh, I don't think the holidays are going to get any less stressful as the week goes on. So I got a good feeling we're going to do a Monday night sample size whiskey Wednesday version. Um, so there's a good chance we'll be back tomorrow. That being said, I'll let you guys get back to your Tuesday night. As always, I am humbled and appreciate the fact that you're out there and you're listening. Um, big shout out. I, I put a post up on Instagram earlier. I guess I get all sort of emotional and, and weird. But this, this is what spirits are for me is their connections and their friendships. Um and I had put a post up on Instagram with some pictures of some bottles that were gifted to me by just great friends. And I've got to say it, my friends are cooler than yours. <laughs> they give me the coolest gifts. Um, but I feel the love in those gifts and the love in these sample sizes of the community um, that we've kind of built. So thank you guys uh, so, so much. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to be back with you tomorrow. So enjoy. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers.